Are we ready to go? Ready. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> you jumped in, you bastard. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Profit Club with me, Nigel T. Best. Me, Sai Sai Hearn. And Andy Morell. Andy Morose Morell. I love it. Takes a slurp from his coffee and he puts it down as if nothing's happening. Coffee? Who drinks that awful stuff? That's lying coffee. What, what's that then? It's tea. Vodka. Oh, sorry, tea. Yeah. Tea. All right, yeah, I no, do apologise, Andy. How, how, you, how can you forget this? Because we all have coffee from the coffee machine. Yeah, you press a button. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Every time you just hate the fact that when you ask Andy, what do you want? Yeah. Tea. Oh, that means not. I, I did tell him the other day, you are allowed to say, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. I don't need a drink. I think maybe water's healthier for you anyway maybe you yeah i think water yeah water's good for you because that's only <laughs> yeah. a little thing like that you see yeah that's easy to make anyway uh, right what we're we doing um so today we are talking about customer pain are we yeah customer pain. Because customer the prime pain. and the prime minister mm-hmm. but that's customer pain isn't it because of the customer pain the because prime minister's gone. We, are we going to mention the b word balloons what's wrong with balloons balloons yeah yeah <laughs> What is the B word? Brexit. What's that? What's Brexit then? What's that all about? I don't know. I've heard about it once or twice. All right. So we are here. So customer pain point. A lot of people um, are affected by potentially things that are going on and lump it under the Brexit banner. But really, is it what we're talking about here is really the pain point and how... Any business can try and solve the pain point. So at the moment, Brexit's a big thing. And if you could solve it, well, I know a lot of people say you could solve it by just simply shutting Parliament and letting everyone get on with it. No, you just leave and then join again. Leave and join it. Well, that's your idea. This was genius. For anyone thinking down this route, agree with the EU, right? We're going to exit the EU. And then the following day, you have a vote for the people to say, do you want to join again? There you go. Then you don't need a second referendum. It's a totally different referendum, isn't it? But if you've left, you can't go back. Why not? We, we weren't in there before. We made a vote to go in. We voted to go out, so we'll go out for a bit and say, look, you know what? Let's do a vote and we'll go a, back in. There's, like a song about, there's a song about this, isn't there? In, in out, in out, out, shake it all about. about. <laughs> you do the Brexit. The reason why they want to make it go longer is because they're getting patronised some for having meetings, drinking tea and biscuits. Don't talk about tea. Uh, but, yeah, it's a sore point. All right, a customer, Cus- pain. customer pain point. So at the moment, the country is going through an enormous pain point, which is uh, obviously we're in the UK, and it's all about Brexit. Although Parliament thinks it's all about Brexit, most people aren't bothered about Brexit, to be perfectly honest, I don't think, really. And really, the customer pain point that we're looking at when we're marketing for people is very specific to their business. And Brexit, so far, has not cropped up as a reason for them having any issues, has it? Not that I'm aware I think, of. I think some people Buying have some the apprehensions. People have the apprehension that, oh, I don't know if I should do that because Brexit's coming, and you know that, and that is stopping people buying for things because I think you know I don't think buying's as on point as it was last year. Do you? Do you know? I've absolutely no idea. Yeah, no, that's don't worry about that because that is. Completely wrong. So let me just put that in. There we go. Is that better? On there. So we take it. 
we're already, you see, never leave me in charge of the audiovisuals because you'll probably get one and not the other. Or you might get them on two separate things and then you'll have to put them together. Andy's kind of grimacing at this point because he knows it's his job now to put them back together again. But <laughs> c'est la vie. Um, as I say, don't put me in charge of pressing buttons. But the buying, back to the buying. So you're saying, well, what, do biz what does business like? Business likes certainty. Yeah. What's the one thing you can guarantee you can't have? Certainty. Exactly. So why the hell is everyone sort of like panicking, saying all these politicians saying, oh, people need certainty. No, people need a decision. Well, sun goes up, sun goes down. They, yeah, uh, hello, what's this? Some sort of Eastern philosophy dipping <laughs> in here. What was it all that about? Sun goes up, sun goes down. Well, Brexit's just like an excuse. Oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. And there's nothing certain yet at the moment. But you know tomorrow the sun will rise and in the evening the sun will set. Just carry on with your life. No, you see, I like that level of confidence with the fact that you think the sun is going to keep on doing these things. I like that. But if we come back to... Imagine if you had workers that were that, that reliable. Exactly. What that turned up, did it. Went out. Yeah. Be useful, wasn't it? Um, but no, on, on, on the Brexit, sick. on the Brexit, yeah. Well, here we go. Where's this leading? Who wasn't in this morning? Chat to me about it. What? On a bot? <laughs> <laughs> on a bot, yeah, there you go. Uh, right, hang on. This is kind of disappearing off in many different directions. And I can't remember where the hell we were uh, in, in terms of it. But Brexit... People at business, they're talking about certainty, and the one thing you can't have is certainty. What do you – the only thing that you've got, I think, is certain, is that people have pain points and challenges, and they want them solving. And when it comes to uncertainty, and you're talking about uh, uncertainty in business, the thing that I always think is if someone makes a decision, that's fine. It could be the right decision, the wrong decision, but that doesn't matter. Making a decision is better to work with than not making any decision at all. And I think that's the only thing that comes back to this Brexit thing is you think, you've made, a, you think you've made a decision and then they won't implement it. They won't do it. And they're talking about a second referendum. Um, heaven, well, I don't know. Maybe we should have a vote on it and then we can vote about how we should vote and what form the vote should take. And... Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, um, my eldest was saying that he'd seen a video and it was set in the future, hundreds and hundreds of years in the future. And they all sat down for a meeting and they said, now we all have the, the ritual voting about Brexit. And there's a lot of muttering and they say, well, why, what is this voting about Brexit? Oh, I don't know, but it's been a tradition for hundreds of years now that we just keep doing it. And is that the future? That we never actually get out of Brexit? We never actually make a decision? Who knows? Anyway, Brexit, certainty. The one certain thing, let's get back to something resembling um, a theme on this, is somebody's challenge or pain point. And the certain thing that they want is someone to come along with a solution. And what's the purpose of business? To solve people's problems for a profit. And what are we doing at the moment? Solving people's problems for a profit. And how are we doing that at the moment? One of the things that people, a lot of people are really interested in at the moment. Technology. Yeah, don't look at me like that. All right. What were you trying to 
highlight the fact that they never go to sleep. They never have a sick day. They never want pain. They are perfect members of staff. Automation. Automation. And one of the best ways of automating? Get rid of your current staff. (laughs) Get rid of, no. No, 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 no. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. No, what's one of the best things, best tools that you can use? Your mouth. <laughs> right, okay, dear podcast Cut. listener, if if you are listening to this, the answer is no, we haven't been drinking. Um, but we probably should because it, it might help. Um, no, chatbots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, chatbots. Yeah, chatbots. So, what are they? Talk us through it, Sai. What's a chatbot? It's basically a mechanism that automates messaging for customer retention, customer acquisition, and customer retargeting. What's automated messaging? So basically, like your WhatsApp, your messengers, what everybody's using, um, basically what it does is it'll set up a set flow, which is like, you know, like when you think of a flow chart, it'll take you one way or the other. If they say yes, it'll go this way. If they say no, it'll go that way. And it brings you to the information that you want in the first place, frequently asked questions, uh, products, booking facilities. So it's like predetermined text that kind of... Yeah, it's, it's like a predetermined flow that has... What's a flow? A flow, I mean, go with a flow. No, <laughs> a flow, if you think of a river, a river flows, it goes from one place to another. And that's what it does. So it'll go along and it goes from one question to another question. That answer determines whether it goes left or right. So it'll go... Yeah, exactly. And it'll get you to your your goal, the end goal. First of all, with a chatbot, you need to have an end goal. It's okay having a chatbot that just talks to you, but there's always a reason why a call to action, buying something, booking a service, booking tickets, uh, gathering data. Can you analyze more than one? So if I wanted to. Uh, say a customer to buy something, but then I wanted to say a birthday. Is that possible? Yes. Multifaceted. Now, let's come back to the outcome that you're trying to do develop with the chatbot, which is to get them to a certain a point. And that point is a solving of their pain or challenge. Yep. And that could be anything. So if it's uh, giving them a solution to something, giving them uh, a fact sheet, giving them an opportunity to book an appointment, the opportunity to repeat purchase, uh, purchase something at a discount, purchase multiple times, recommend a friend, get an affiliate, all these things. Or find out information. Find out information. You are automating that journey to help people solve their pain problem or their challenge point as yeah. fast and as rapidly as possible. And all businesses Yeah, and all businesses tend to have them frequently asked questions. And what's one of the best things that a chatbot can do? Answer those FAQs. Yeah. And send them to the right place. Send them to the right place. Because in this day and age, what do you reckon? Um, a lot of people when they when they send a response or a complaint to a business, they are wanting an instant response. Yeah. And so often they do it on, they'll tweet or they'll tag someone in. And I'm guessing that the big companies, the big brands are monitoring more and more the effect on social media. Right. If a chatbot could intercept people who are giving some feedback on something, 
And for those people that love it, direct them to a very public review site, then that would be useful. And if those people didn't enjoy the experience or there was an issue and they wanted to give some feedback and you wanted to find out what the feedback was, even if it was bad, you could direct them to a one-on-one. -on -one. You could pick up the phone to them. You could get in touch with them directly. See, that's massively powerful it. to have a place where you can guide someone to give them that great review, but then someone who's not sort of negative or someone who hasn't had the service that they're expecting to then go into a different area where you can speak to them on a personal level. That is way more powerful than a lot of systems because generally people say leave us a review where you're actually asking people to leave a good, bad, or medium. If you can help guide that and filter that, but then take ownership and help them, how powerful is that? And a lot of people say, well, is that right, sifting away the bad reviews to the good reviews? But what you're actually doing is the people that haven't had the best experience, you're eradicating that experience, and you are looking to compensate them and... Find, them. find out more. Yeah, find, find out, out more. Find out more. Why so, wasn't this right? Well, it, if that's the case, your food was cold, I really apologise, come back. We should have said it at the time. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can target, because what do you tend to find? Who who gives a review? Probably more, you know, who? what sort of person gives a review? More often than not, those that have had a crap experience, yeah. really, isn't it? Those that have had a really bad experience, the chuntering, the fuming, the yeah, get it's on there. Yeah, easier to leave a negative than a positive. Yeah, for some reason. absolutely. I think it's something like eight to one. There's something, some ratio, you'll do eight negatives rather than one positive. So I think the emotion of pain triggers that more than the emotion of yeah. enjoyment because your enjoyment, you just live in the moment. You so if, great. if you come back to the restaurant, you've mm. gone to the restaurant because you're hungry mm. and you want to go for a, your favourite food or whatever it is and you want it to be a good experience, you want to enjoy it and you want to come out at the end of the evening having a, a great time. So your pain point there is hunger and entertainment. And if you can serve the food at a profit that solves both of those things, perfect. That's where you line up the good review and people say, that was great. I went there and it was great. If you don't do that, at the end of it, they've still got that challenge, that pain point, and you've maybe even exacerbated it. And then when you're asking for a review, just as a general thing, as you say, Andy, you don't know who's going to jump on and give that review. If you're prompting everyone to give the review, Stats would show that eight negative to one positive is a potential if it's not so good. But what do you want to find out? You want to find out if they're having a bad day because they might just be in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit late because if they leave that negative review and you pick it it's up, it's out there, them, it's out there in the public, your, yeah, isn't it? Your, your restaurant, your name, your brand, where if you can get it before. And because even if, if you get to them before and then you fix the issue, they might leave a neutral review. But they'll, what they'll say is, I had a bad experience, but you know what? They picked up the phone and they made it good. Yeah. And exactly. you've turned that into that negative into generally a positive. Into a positive. And, and what sort of person? The evangelical, they've seen the light, they've, they've had their experience turned around and they go, wow, I tell you what, look, it wasn't great at the time, but the way that they jumped in helps out customer service there and the, the way that they said they were going to do things you know that is fantastic customer service so even though this was not that and i get it what they did to try and rectify it was brilliant so the thing is if you have that conversation as a one-to-one -one, who's not joining in any random person that just wants to every time they can hurry yeah and on social media how many times have you seen someone put some negative comment 
And then you get about 20 people jumping in and going, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the same thing happened to me, same thing happened to me. And Trip when you're on things board. like TripAdvisor, when they've analyzed it, those people that jump in are often people that have never been there. Just want to be out there. They just like well, having a go on people. So. Keyboard warriors. There you go, yeah. There's an influencer that made the news that she went on to a pub or like this bar place. I think it's an old-fashioned pub. And she said to the manager, can I have a free meal? And what I'll do is I'll get all my followers to like. And he was like, so with that free meal, do I pay my staff nothing for the wages? So she got all up at it on and then got a whole of following to leave negative reviews. Just and they've never been, and just for that one person to see it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll jump on that," and that made the news. So now you see, there's two things there. That is such a bogus thing to do. That's almost like blackmail. Give me a free meal, yeah. or I'll do it. So I wonder if there's a bit of karma. It will come back to that. But the other thing is, you know, business owners do not understand the power of social media, and the power of reviews, and the number of views, and the weight of reviews and how it, what effect that can have on your business. So yeah. in, ter in terms of getting no, anything like that, negative views away from social media and the wider platform, that's got to be a good thing. And chatbots can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, chatbots exactly. can do that. So they can filter, pre-filter, pre-qualify people. So um, a, a lot of businesses that we talk to, they often have tire kickers. And by that, I mean come around they're never going to really buy they're just wasting your time asking questions well that can tie up staff time that can tie up headspace that can tie up you know you know making people feel bad yeah you know, oh my goodness not this person again seen if you post. can automate that away what can they concentrate on the people that are better so what's this post that you've seen andy morale so fairly recently on social media someone was posting about engagement on stalls so you're, you've, you've got a little business with arts and crafts and you put in the stall oh, yeah. they pay so much to get on there but if you look at a lot of them aren't approachable don't want to talk to you but yet the comp what the top complaint they do is they have customers that they are time wasters they'll spend their talking but they're not going to buy yeah and they yeah, want to speak yeah. to genuine so they always look miserable and people are saying it from each side and it's kind of thing where you're going to have them time wasters so why not have something that can do it automatically and let you spend your valuable time on your valuable customers giving the best customer service you can help give great customer service through on a bot that's no problem but it's where you can focus and you know your good customers so spend more time with them and how you can, not just wasting them. Use another platform to help you sort of navigate through your customers. Just like a digestion system. <laughs> Here, we all the good Here we go. Takes all what, the, where's this going? <laughs> it, takes all, it takes all the good stuff, the nutrients, yeah. deals with them that you need, and, and then, then gets rid of all the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But there you go. It, it is. Technology, though. And, and this is the old 80-20 Vilfredo Pareto's principle that 20% um, of your customers will give you 80% of your profit, but 80% of your customers, you know, will only give you 20%. And if if they are taking all that time to go through, you're not going to get much from them. So if you can automate that away and you can have the valuable human resource targeted at when certain people go through a certain chatbot, get to a certain point in the flow, and at that point, a person can jump in and either pick up the phone or join in the chat and take it from there. How much more powerful is that if they have been almost pre-qualified and this person is cold lead, warmish lead, warmer lead, hot lead, 
this person wants to buy and they want to know. If you can spend your time with them instead of the other people, as you say, Andy, who are never going to buy, that's super important, super powerful. And if you're that employee, it's a damn sight more exciting. Yeah. Because so if I was a restaurant, so with this, and then we're filtering through my customers, is there any way of me rewarding my my loyal customers? Is there any way that I can sort of help them? You mean automate it, sort of see what? Yeah, because I'll have going a personal and... connection with them, and sometimes. But if I have a lot of customers, is there a way of making it easier for me that I can not only filter the bad ones out, but I can really, with the same system, look after my current ones? Yeah, hundred percent. When, when they've left a review or when you've got a regular customer, you can offer incentives. It's a, con- it's a conversation. So it's a conversation. Yeah. Right. How many, so we're talking about restaurants at the moment, how many restaurants actually know who's been in to their restaurant? Don't think very many. Because if, if you think, listeners, if you've been to a place and bought a drink or bought food, have they contacted you? Do they know who you are? Have you been there more than once? Have you been there for a special occasion? Do they know that information? Just ask yourself. And if, right, even if they don't know your name, the more worrying thing is they don't know whether you enjoyed being there. So they don't know whether you enjoyed the food, the drink, the customer service, the ambience, anything. If I'm coming back. If you're coming back, why you were there in the first place and what would bring you back? What would help you improve? So feedback is the breakfast of champions. And, I'm constantly amazed at restaurants. They, they don't get feedback. Now, I've had some, I had one where it was on the receipt. It said, oh, here's a 28-digit code. If you want to just go to this website and type that in and then give us some feedback. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll do that on the 12th, the 12th of never. You know, it, it's not going to happen. And then you get other things. So um, so one staple to the back of a receipt, how did we do today? Go to this, you know, put this in, do this, follow this link, and and let us know. It's all, in this day and age... A little bit laborious. Yeah, we're not going to take the time, are we? This is the problem. It's how do you get that customer feedback where it's easy for the customer and there's an incentive for the customer to do it, and it's quick. It's quick, it's easy, it's painless, and I get a reward for it. Why wouldn't you do it? So imagine you're sat on your sofa, you've been for a meal. I'm sat on my sofa, I've had a beef for a meal. And then the next day, bing! That's my phone pinging, by the way. Right, it's not the springs in your settee going. No. (laughs) Ping, and then it says, oh, I hope you enjoyed it yesterday. Thank you for visiting Fictitious Restaurant. Brilliant. What does it say then? It says, oh, would you like to leave a review? Yes, I would. Okay. What star would you rank it? Uh, I'll go for a two star. Okay, two star. So it's going to take me onto a floor. So now. how long is that taking you? So this is taking a few seconds. Yeah. And you sat there in front of the telly, and the message has come up. Yeah. It's dead easy. It's like texting with a, a friend, but you don't even have to type the answer. You just yeah. touch it. Touch it. Yeah. And then it'll come up, and it'll say. <laughs> Say, Sorry. stop touching me. Yeah. Is that what you... Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got it about touching it anyway. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, anyway, I'm touching it again. And it's saying, right, oh, sorry you didn't enjoy it. What was the problem? So then it's giving me a thing to type in. So I'm just going to type in food was not hot, staff were unfriendly. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, is it okay if we contact you? Okay, yes it is. What's the best number to contact you on? This one, okay. So it's already put the phone number in. Yeah. Where's it got the phone number from? Facebook. There you go. So, okay. Right. We will ring you at this time. So five minutes time. The person at the other end of the business gets notified that this person's left a review and would like a phone call at this time. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry you had such a bad experience yesterday and that the food was cold and the staff weren't friendly. Yeah, it's not acceptable. Um, what we would like to do to make this um, make this up to you is for you to uh, to come back to the restaurant on us and enjoy a complimentary meal. Would that be okay? Oh, you. Oh, but yeah, of course. Yeah, you and your husband can come back. No problem. When would he like us to book you in? Right, fantastic. We'll see you on Saturday. So that person's now come back, the fictitious person at the fictitious restaurant, has now come back after having contact with the owner. And that person's thinking, wow, that owner's just rung me. They're obviously bothered about what I think. Scenario two, bing, five star. Oh, would you like to leave a Google review? Yeah, of course I would. Food was great, da 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 da. Boom, pings. Admin gets to know that a review's been left. And it pings a message back saying, thank you for your review. Here's, you know, come back and have a free dessert next time. <laughs> now, right. This, the, the beauty of this is that you are gathering information. You're gathering data about your customers and you're getting feedback from it. Maybe going to the extreme of someone giving a bad review gets a, a complete free meal and the person that's brilliant only gets a pudding. Um, you'd want to reverse. But... The principle is you can target whatever anyone tells you. So you can you can work out, all right, where are we going wrong? What's going right? And it might be that you have three complaints and they're all down to a certain member of staff. Have a word with that member of staff. You have a word with that member of staff because you don't realize that this member of staff is letting the side down. What if it is um, a particular dish? All right, that dish was unpopular. Maybe we take it off the menu. If you don't find out what your customers think about what's gone on in that restaurant, you are in the dark. And if you are in the dark, you can't improve things. And if you're in the dark about really popular things, you can't repeat that popular thing. And if you are keeping conversations going, so the fact that somebody comes into your bot, and we'll talk about how we get them into the bot, the fact that you, you do this, you can keep a conversation going. And what the conversations do, it makes you appear more like friends. And what do you find it harder to do if you're friends with someone? Be really nasty about them. And what do friends tend to do when they talk about other friends is they tend to recommend what they do. And you can build up this virtuous cycle here of just improving things, improving things, improving things, while segregating out the people that are, have got bad news about your restaurant. And you can take their info and do something about it. So, you've got this, but how do you get people into this bot in the first place? So, how, how would you do it? You know, the, the question gunpoint. is... Gunpoint. Right, gunpoint. All right. We're not in America now. Um, 
No. So one, one of the things is that you're always looking at. So we talked about the fact that giving people a long code number to input on some website with the vain hope of winning £100 of vouchers or something. It's kind of, it's difficult, it's time consuming, and the chances of winning are viewed as being slim. Well, How the, do you make it easy? It's like lottery, though, because that's what, it's another point where you don't know you're going to get it, where the service here with what you can do is you can definitely give them that thing. It's not a chance of winning. Yeah, you can guarantee if you sign, if you join us in this conversation chat box, then we will definitely give you this. Yeah, it's not. If, if you give us a review, maybe. we you might win a hundred quid worth of Amazon vouchers at some point, which is better chances than the lottery. Yeah, exactly. So, what's the easiest way? How can people get into a restaurant's chat box? So, what you could do is you could have the service, the like the yeah. waiters. I'll tell you what it is, folks. <laughs> it's the shizzle. It's the magic. It's the beauty of all this, isn't it? It's our USP, which yeah. is um, our ability to get people to use contactless tech and be able to connect to a restaurant. So customers connecting with the restaurant in, yeah. in this example. So a business is your customer connection system. And what have we called it? Connexus. Connexus. Oh, yes. So that's C-O double N double X US because it connects us. That's what it does, isn't it? And it's it's brilliant. And we are um, out there at the moment. Just we, I mean, th that's what this podcast is all about. The fact that this is our business, you know, starting from scratch, coming up with something and going out there and doing it. And the level of interest in the ability to connect with people, super easy, almost as near as damn it, frictionless, into, you know, by getting your phone, using contactless, and getting access to this, it's just, you know, it's blowing people's brains, isn't it? Yeah, blowing them away. It's because it's so easy. Where the other thing is, you, on a receipt, it's still on the printed thing, people might lose it, you've got to write a URL, and there's always, like, to do things. But imagine if you have that wireless technology that a lot of people have, if you're paying with Apple Pay, Android Pay, some technology, you tap on the table, always have the restaurant thing and that instantly connects you with the restaurant so boom you can not only get messages from them but you can send them a message saying what are your specials you know i want to plan a party can i book five tables i want to have a private dinner can you help me out instead of ringing up and maybe not getting anyone messenger is such an easy platform to ask a question and generally you answer back quicker definitely the because, best way to help someone out go on just ask them why they came in <laughs> all right there you go now you said if anyone says that they don't learn anything from this podcast how dare you when Sai comes out with things like that but no the the thing that we're, we're talking about is um oh, maybe we should talk to the politicians actually with that bit of invite info about brexit best way to get out shows the way you came in yeah yeah we voted Oh, yeah, well, that don't work, does it? Anyway, um, but people's pain and challenge points. So when you're talking about your customer, if you ask them to do a review, you've suddenly given them a challenge and a, a, bit of a, and a bit of a pain point and a job. The one that always gets me that makes me smile is the one that says, find us on Facebook. If ever that sounded like a job, 
you know, you name me something better. It's Oh, by the way, just as you're leaving, I know you've enjoyed it, but here's something that you can go away and do. Find us. We're not even going to tell you what we're called. We're not going to tell you where we are. You've got to find us. And all right, so I find you. Then what? What do I do then? What's in it for me? W-I-I-F-M. You know it. You know, so why give people a job? And that's what this overcomes, because when we're talking about pain and challenge points, people's pain and challenge points are when people say, oh, would you, it would really help if, uh, if, if you'll do this for me. You know, give me a review. So I had a phone call yesterday from someone I was phoning up. Go, Daddy. Go, Daddy. Your system sucks, by the way. It is so hard to actually get anything to you sort things out. It's absolute pain in the ass. Your chat's never online, and uh, you end up, end up got to phone up people. Anyway, rant over, because the actual person on the end of the phone uh, was an absolute delight, and she was wonderful and extremely helpful. So that was really good. The thing is, she then said, finished off by saying, oh, is it all right if uh, when you get this email that you log in and get, start giving me a review because it will really help because my my job is dependent on these reviews sort of thing. And I felt then a bit obliged to do it, but that's a, it was a bit of a pain because I had to do it, click on it, and go through it. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, and do it. And go through, it's got a new spam, that's another trying to find it. It was more things, it suddenly gave me a challenge, gave me that's, pain. That's so our thing, our magic connects us takes all that away tap scan gets you connected messages it's literally that simple and uh, you have a conversation with your customers you find out what your customers think of you you can improve your service you can answer them you can invite them back and what the customers previous customers do they buy more yeah the they're big, your best the source you're potentially your best source of sales if you're a restaurant looking for new customers... You're an idiot. Because all the people who live around your restaurant already live there. You can only go through so many. So stop chasing the new. Look after your existing. Exactly. Because they're the ones who live near you can keep coming back and back and back. Instead of someone who's in for town or come once and then goes back down to wherever they live. And the weird thing is, when you go to restaurants and you talk to them, and they say, oh, yeah, we've got this number of people that are always coming back. But when they don't come back... You don't know. They've no idea to contact them to find out what's gone wrong. So Jamie Oliver's big restaurant chain, what happened there? The yeah, service it's, it's ended. Yeah, but they didn't know it, did they? So they weren't finding out from the customers what was going wrong with the business. So they weren't able to tackle it. I'm absolutely convinced. I yeah. am convinced that Jamie Oliver's restaurant will not have details about people who came into that restaurant. Nor did they keep the conversation going. Nor did they kind of keep some stats on what the ratings were doing. And they probably, when they got bad reviews, just ignored them. And just went, oh, that's just someone, that was just someone that didn't like us. Yeah, so... Trading off the name, they don't... Lost the information on detail. Detail's key. If you know the information, if you know where you're failing or going down... You can improve it, but if you don't know, you're not. You're just gonna shut down. You're gonna keep doing. You're gonna keep doing the same things, and those same things are the things that cause people problems. And it doesn't overcome. So you go to Jamie Oliver restaurant, and you want it to go, and you want it to have a good experience, good food, and enjoy it. What's that thing of? Is it? And they weren't. 
if you do the same thing every week but want a different result, it's like the definition of being insanity. Yeah. Because you need to do something different to get a different result. Yeah. And if you are not understanding what people think of your product or service, then you're in trouble. So all of you listening to this podcast, you need to go onto iTunes or whichever podcast player you're on and leave us a review. And I don't, our jobs care. I don't care. Yeah, our job is dependent. <laughs> <on it. laughs> um, I don't care what you say because I'd like to know. Yeah. I'd like How to know. How we can improve it. Yeah. And obviously, keep your list to under 50 items for improval. Um, and, and if you want, you know, there's three of us. So if, if you want to sack any of us, get rid of us, replace us, that'd be great feedback. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have a vote for the next co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. But if you also want to get on the podcast, if you fancy coming on, having a chat with us, uh, then we can do that. Yeah, it'd be great to find out where you're at, what business you're in, what your customer challenge points are, whether we could help, you know, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. I mean, the things that we've been talking about, guys, is there anything out there you guys listening? The system, would that help your business? Are you running a business that you're thinking, you know what? I'm not talking to my current customers. Is there a way of me talking to them again? If you're not doing it, why not? Would you like to? If you'd like to, come and have a chat. Definitely. So just get in touch with us. So you can send one through to our uh, admin person, which is Bob, B-O-B, at businessprofitclub.co.uk. Bob would love to hear from you. Um, But also, if you just want to do it, DM us on uh, Instagram, at businessprofitclub. Um, facebook.com forward slash business profit club uh, messages yeah. from there yeah. you know you connect with us on the messenger um, that would be great because you know we have we have good fun well we you know we enjoy this sitting around talking about things and you know trying to come up with solutions and answers to people's challenges but we'd love to know what your challenge is so let us know and on that note um, we have to go now and solve Brexit. Yeah. We already because solved that. We well, leave and then we come back again. We, we leave and come back again. Yeah, but there's all the people that want to leave again. What do we do then? No, because you leave. That's the end of the argument because we weren't in before. So then you leave it a little bit. Right, let's have a vote because you might to want to come in. back in. Yeah. No. And then well, whatever no, happens. No, we don't. We sign them up to a chat bot and then we just give them the option. Do you want to be in or out? And on that, May is going in June. Things going in June. <laughs> I had to think about that. Yeah. Uh, when did when did May fall in June? So we'd love to hear from you guys though if we can help. That was you. poor, wasn't it? That was poor. And we can't finish on that. We need to finish on something better than that. That was a terrible one. Brexit's amazing! Yay! All those that hate Brexit. Ooh. <laughs> Guys, don't worry about Brexit. The sun's going to rise. What's the sun going to do, Andy? It's going to rise. And then it, what's it going to do? It's going to set. And it's going to be the next day. There there we are. Go. On that, on go. that, there's nothing more to add to this. Is me. wisdom. Yeah. Thanking you for listening into today's episode of the Business Profit Podcast, Business Profit Club Podcast, see, with yeah. me, Nigel T. Best. Me, Sai Sai Hearn. And Andy Morell. Andy Morell. <laughs> Andy Morell. He's taken over the size I am. <laughs> right. Bye, everyone. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for listening to the Business Profit Club. If you've enjoyed it, go to businessprofitclub.co.uk or share this podcast, review it, send it out, tell all your friends. If you haven't enjoyed it, keep you dumb. Cheers for now.